Hey there, welcome to the She Connects podcast. I'm thrilled that you are here. My name is Susan Vandenhuvel, and I have the honor of being your host each and every week. She Connects is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, and allows me to connect with women in the online space. I wholeheartedly believe that we as women enjoy connecting with one another to share hearts, disappointments, dreams, any challenges that we're facing, and really to just do life together. The heartbeat behind this podcast is to help empower and equip you to step into all that God has for you to do in this world. I'll be sharing whatever God has placed on my heart for the week, and from time to time I invite guests on the show that I personally have gleaned and been inspired from people that I admire and I just maybe want to learn a little bit more from and that I believe you will appreciate listening to. So welcome. I cannot wait to connect with you today. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited that you are here and you know what? I'm excited that I'm here too. (laughs) I feel like I've been missing in action here for the last few weeks. I've had a lot of life things going on and it's been good stuff but nonetheless it has been just a lot a lot of moving pieces in my personal life and I'll share a little bit about that in just a couple of minutes but have you been loving the guests that I've had on the show over the last couple of months I mean Wow, they have really uh, just added a lot of value. They have shared wisdom and insight and spurred us all on in our faith. I really hope that you have been able to tune in and I I just really believe that you walked away with something that um, was encouraging to your heart and to the place that you are right now in your life and in your faith. Well, I am so excited that I have uh, with you, along with you, it's not just me, but along with you, the She Connects podcast has reached another milestone already. We have over 5,000 downloads already. The message of She Rises is reaching people uh, in 13 countries, including Canada. And gosh, over 5,000 downloads connecting with women in the online space. And I am just, you know what? I just am so in awe and wonder and full of gratitude of what the Lord is doing. I have no idea how all of these people are finding the She Connects podcast, but however they are, I'm just so grateful to the Lord. And I'm just... I'm just grateful, like I said, you know, that he is giving this podcast and the ministry of She Rises a further reach and extending farther into places and homes and lives and hearts, uh, countries and cities that I have never physically been to. And so all glory to the Lord. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in each and every week. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for just your words of of encouragement, whether it's uh, in a comment, in a text message for those of you that have my my cell phone or just emails or you know direct messaging on on the socials it just means so much to me words of affirmation are my love language and so 
you know, it's, again, it's not about me, but just everybody needs encouragement, right? Can we just be honest? When someone encourages us or gives us something that just lets us know, hey, I see you and I I just want to say you're doing a great job and I appreciate you. Keep going. I mean, who doesn't want to hear that, right? No matter what you're doing, whether or not you're a stay-at-home mom or you're retired or you're leading a big organization, whatever it is that you're doing in the world, who doesn't appreciate uh, encouragement every now and then. So thank you so much. Every single review matters. And here's why. It's not It's not about me. <laughs> you know, you've heard me say, if you've been around this podcast long enough, you've heard me say that before I started authoring books and um, hosting a podcast, I really didn't give a whole lot of attention to when people would say, would you leave us a review? Because I just didn't understand that world of how algorithms work in the online space. That it's not so much about the person or the host or the author. You know, I used to think like, what's the big deal? Did you not get hugged enough as a child? (laughs) But I get it now because here's the thing. Oftentimes people, though in this case women, because that's my target audience, they will sometimes enter in as a Google search a particular topic that maybe they want to learn about or grow in their faith or just be encouraged about and they'll type in a Google search and if that particular book or podcast in this case has has a certain amount of reviews or even stars. It doesn't necessarily have to be a comment of a review, although those things are really beneficial. But even if it's just stars as a review, they rank higher in when that podcast shows up in, in a Google search for that particular topic. Or maybe someone is is just looking for new podcasts. What are what's new out there? They want to maybe kind of you know expand their listening audience, if you will, um, who they're tuning into, and so they'll do a Google search that way. And so thank you. And if you would just take a minute to to leave some stars or to leave uh, just even a one sentence, two sentence review for the She Connects podcast, it would mean the world to me. But um, even more than that. It's going to help women find this this encouraging and positive message that we were just all about here on the She Connects podcast. So life stuff, you guys, we have moved. Um, if you are a part of my world, you follow me on the socials. Uh, we have moved. We relocated to a new city and a lot of this week's episode is going to kind of really center around some life things that have been happening in my world because it is what just really kind of encouraged this week's episode having and choosing a merry heart in a Martha world. The Lord has just really kind of uh, used the life ex- the life situation that um, my current reality was in having to be forced to slow down uh, and he just really began to speak to me about you know what I am not about the hustle 
I am not about taking, not about taking life's corners on two wheels. And Susan, I just want to remind you of that. So, so let me back up here and just kind of give the the background to what encouraged this week's message. So we moved, like I said, we relocated about two hours south of where we were because my husband was commuting quite a long distance. Uh, round trip for him was about 160 miles and on, on Fridays toward the end of the week just because of the nature of where we lived and it was kind of lake country people you know in the city area they would head north to um, to their cabins to the lake whatever and so especially on Thursdays and Fridays his commute coming home wasn't unusual for him to have to drive you know be on the road for like two hours to just get home well it just was not manageable anymore I mean we just needed a change and the Lord brought a change, opened up a new job for him, and we are now very close to where he's working. And so he exchanged, by the wonderful provision and faithfulness of God, he exchanged a 160 round trip commute to 30 minutes round trip. I mean, hello. Isn't that really significant? So you can imagine how that has impacted our lives for the better. But I I just even want to back up even farther to the end of June. And you may or may not be aware, but uh, as we were preparing to move, we decided to downsize and we were selling some some pieces of furniture um, in that downsizing and I was helping Tim lift uh, a sectional that we had broken down into two pieces. We were lifting a piece of that up our stairs and we took a little rest break in, you know, about halfway, I would say, going up the stairs. There's a, was about 14, 15 steps and so we were just a little over halfway up and we decided because this piece of the sectional was such a beast. Oh my goodness, it was so bulky and heavy we decided you know what we need a break here and so we took a little pause and the the part of the sectional that was resting on a on a step kind of I don't know it just came loose and it I was on the bottom and uh you know I was the pusher upper if you will Tim was on the other end pulling and guiding and that piece came loose it hit me in the chest and pushed me backward uh, down all of those stairs uh, and I hit a wall I so I hit a wall you know I went down backwards hit a wall and then landed on my back on the landing of that stair on that staircase well I didn't break anything praise the Lord could have been so much worse but I had a significant injury to my foot and ankle it swelled up looked horrible uh, was black and blue and I I could not wiggle my toes I just could not bear any weight and so just to add a little bit of humor here I had to <laughs> I had to crawl up the stairs up 14 15 steps to get to the upper level so that Tim could carry me to the car and drive me to the emergency room because it was bad I mean it was not going to get any better with an ace bandage and a frozen bag of peas. (laughs) 
out of the out of the freezer. I ended up in a boot and crutches, and that's a whole another episode in and of itself because I have never been in a boot and I've never had to use crutches. So, wow. <laughs> Uh, that's a whole nother thing right there. But the Lord has been so good to me. I ended up even, I was diagnosed with a concussion due to the, the, just the violent impact of hitting that wall and falling. Oh my goodness. So even that has been really good. Okay. So I am a very active person. You know, I'm a mover and shaker. I, you know, there's no green grass growing under my feet. I, I'm an active person. I have a lot going on in life. I just, I'm not really great at sitting. And so this part of my life and not being active and having to adapt to having some changes in my schedule and in my life and having to depend on Tim and other people to do things for me, even though, I mean, I could get up and move around in a boot and crutches, but I was limited. You know, I couldn't go on prayer walks. I couldn't go for runs. I couldn't go for bike rides. I, I, you know, just kind of had to adjust my schedule. And even with the concussion, the, just the amount of screen time and being on the computer, connecting with people in the online space, it was really difficult for me. And so as I was just kind of lamenting to the Lord and, you know, just really sharing how, disappointed and frustrated I was that this was my life and I can't believe that this happened. We're getting ready to move and, you know, just all of the things, um, just even just everyday life things apart from how busy my life and my schedule was at the time. And he brought me to Luke's gospel chapter 10 to a really familiar story in the Bible that you are probably familiar with. I am very familiar with the story of Mary and Martha. I've written about it. I have podcasted, done episodes about it. Uh, I've, you know, engaged in conversation about their story. And so, you know, when the Lord really was leading me to reading about Mary and Martha, I felt like I know this story. And, and yet I knew, um, you know, I've, I've logged enough miles in my faith with the Lord to know that if he was impressing upon my heart to the degree, to the length that he was, I knew that there was something in this story that was fresh and new uh, and just a revelational insight that he wanted to show me and speak to me in their story. And so as I was looking at their, you know, reading, reading their account in Luke's gospel, chapter 10, of course, you know, if we kind of look at this passage of scripture, we can kind of connect the dots and, and sort of glean that in, in the sibling role of Mary, Martha, and then they also had a sister, or I'm sorry, a brother named Lazarus. So the three of them, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, they were, they were siblings. Um, we can kind of see that, uh, that Martha was quite possibly the older of the, of the siblings, it, um, that she was the older of yeah, Mary and, and Lazarus. And that because, you know, we kind of read in this passage of scripture, 
that you know when when Jesus and his disciples and anyone else that was following him on that particular day when he and all of his followers all the people that were with him showed up at at Martha's house it kind of gives us an idea that that because she was the older and that this was quite possibly her home of course she felt responsible right she felt like you know i i'm the older of the of the siblings and this is my home and so i feel responsible to be a great host i i want to serve well i want this to be a hospitable warm embrace type into my home i want this to be something that feels restful and refreshing to jesus and to his disciples and all of these people and i really think that she has she had a heart to serve and and like I said just make it the best experience that she possibly could but I think that I think that something that really stood out to me is is something that I want to share with you in this week's episode and I really felt like the Lord wanted to remind me of you know oftentimes I, I like to read scripture especially the Psalms out of the passion translation and so I want to read just a couple of scriptures from this story of Luke's gospel chapter 10 out of the passion translation it says this in verse 41 um, and so uh, before I read that I want to for those of you that maybe aren't as familiar with their story so Jesus is you know he, he they're in the home and he begins this teaching and Martha is very busy in the kitchen she feels responsible she has a servant heart uh, and her sister Mary is nowhere to be found in the kitchen not helping not feeling that same sense of responsibility instead she is seated at the feet of Jesus and just taking in and learning from Jesus and Martha um, and I'm paraphrasing here but but Martha you know she gets frustrated you know she's <laughs> I like to picture her kind of clanging pots and pans around you know like can you not hear me I'm busy in here can you not get up and help me I could use some help in here I'm all by myself can you not see there's a lot of people here to serve there's a lot of preparation that needs to take place and so because that didn't work you know she goes in and interrupts Jesus and says can you not see that I'm I'm busy can you can you tell Mary to come in and help me and and so that's where I want to pick up here what Jesus says to Martha in verse 41 taken out of the Passion Translation it he says to her Martha my beloved Martha why are you upset and troubled pulled away by all these many distractions Mary has discovered the one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet. She is undistracted and I won't take this privilege from her. And the Lord reminded me that Martha was distracted, Mary was undistracted. And he reminded me even further that Martha's distraction denied her from encountering Jesus and access to his heart her distraction her distraction denied her from being aware of what was before her who was before her the opportunity that was before her and so 
I also want to point out that we don't see Jesus, you know, condemning Martha, chiding her in any way, you know, just kind of like tongue lashing her or, you know, just, you know, pointing his finger at her because I think that he understood, he understood that she had the gift of hospitality. He understood that she felt responsible and she just really wanted to do the best, but he also wanted her to see that I know that those things are important to you. I know that that you feel responsible. I recognize that gift on the inside of you and I'm not denying that those things need to be done, that those things have a place in your life, that those things are in need, but right now what is needed and what is important is, is just being present with me, choosing to be present with me. Martha, be aware of, of what is taking place right here. Be aware of, of what you are in the presence of. And so it wasn't that it wasn't that Mary was somehow more valuable or loved or more significant than Martha. No, no, no. Let's not confuse that. What he was what he was wanting Martha to see was look, your gift and what you're doing matters. The need matters. It has value. But right now, this is what matters. Right now, this is what matters. Martha's busyness kept her from being aware of those things. And isn't that the way life is sometimes? Our our distractions of busyness, it keeps us from, from being aware of, of, of just the presence of the Lord, doesn't it? I mean, when I think about, when I think about Psalm 27, 4, and the psalmist says, I just want to be in your presence, and I, I want to be in awe and wonder of who you are, Lord, and, and I want to seek you all of the days of my life, and, and I don't want to be caught up in all of these things, and it's you, Lord. It's you that I hunger after. It's you that I want. You know, I think that it's good to remember that that it's in his presence that that we that we just find encouragement for our hearts. It's in his presence that we are refreshed, that we are rejuvenated. It's in his presence that we find that we find peace and it's in his presence that we that we that we find answers for the questions that we have. It's in his presence that that we find strategies and solutions and and it's in his presence that that we that we just can can hear his heart for for us and for our lives and for our situation it's in his presence that we discover oh this is how i should pray about this situation oh this is your perspective this is how you see my life and this situation so I can pray. I can pray that way into this. Oh, it's in your presence that I discover purpose. Oh, it's in your presence that I, I discover and am reminded of what is true. Oh, it's in your presence that I that I am my hope is just re refilled and, and it's oh it's in your presence that my faith is fanned back into flame. Oh, it's in your presence that I am kind of recentered and and am reminded of what is important i have been so distracted you know it's in your presence i i'm reminded that 
I have been so distracted by all of the busyness and all of my, the things on my to-do list, all of the things that, that I have been worrying and stressing about. And it's in your presence that I am reminded, Lord, that you are for me, that you are on my side, that you are at work in my life, even when I cannot see it, even when I, I can't trace your finger. Lord, it's in your presence that I am reminded that I can trust your heart even when I haven't heard your voice even when I haven't seen you at work in my heart even when my situation has not changed Lord it's in your presence that I am reminded of who you are in your heart Lord it's in your presence that I am I am reminded and you write upon my heart and remind me of what is true and who you are and who I am in you you know I think that I think that we need to be reminded that God has created us to be human beings not human doings those are two different things and we live in this world of just hustle 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 and there's this message out there that is telling us to go harder to go faster and and we forget that in and of ourselves we don't have a capacity for that in and of ourselves we have a ceiling and we need the lord we cannot we cannot just keep going and going and going and going apart from him and i think that sometimes the the followers of christ you and me we need to be reminded that the enemy he rushes us but jesus will always pace us let me re let me um repeat that the enemy wants to rush us but jesus paces us you and i you and i were never created to take life's corners on two wheels and to live our lives without margin and to just be just be exhausted every single day hurried and rushed and anxious and running through life exhausted and on burnout all of the time those things i i just i think that this world it's like somehow we have exalted those things in our in our world like like we wear those things like it's a badge of honor and it's something to be admired and and championed in other people and ladies i do not see that in scripture I don't think that that is biblical at all. Are there seasons where we're busier, you know, than other seasons? Absolutely. But I don't think that we were ever created to have that as that's the norm of our lives. I don't even see Jesus modeling that for us. And he is the greatest leader, the greatest example that you and I could ever look at to see how he led, how he led his life and, and how he modeled every single thing that you and I could, could learn from, how he taught people. And I just don't see it. And so I just, I think that sometimes we need to be reminded and I, I often do. I'm right here with you. I am right here with you. I need these reminders because I'm not I'm not perfect. I live in the world. I hear those messages. I feel the same pressure that you do too that that you know what? Burnout, burnout and and living exhausted day in and day out is a sign of unhealthy boundaries. And every now and then, 
I need to sort of be reminded that I need to step back and um, reflect on the boundaries that I have on my time every now and then every now and then I need to be reminded of what Jesus said to Martha I know that those things are important I know that what's on your to-do list is important I know that those things need to get done I'm not I'm not dismissing those things I'm not taking away in any way the importance of getting those things done but right now there's one thing that matters and that is you positioning your heart with a posture to just be in my presence so that I can speak to you so that I can pour into you so that I can um, refresh your your weary soul so that I can renew your mind so that I can encourage you and give you guidance and wisdom and speak to your heart you know we we can't keep we can't keep pouring out from an empty cup you know when you think about going to an ATM machine we've all gone to an ATM machine um, you know to withdraw funds from our checking or savings account well you can only do that so many times before you make a deposit you know to replenish what you're taking out because eventually you're gonna to go to the ATM and it's gonna there's not gonna be enough there to withdraw for whatever um, the need that you have right um, there's gonna be a negative balance or there's not gonna be enough there for you to withdraw for um, whatever the reason is that you want to withdraw funds for it's the same principle to our relationship with the Lord and just our our souls to be to just be refreshed and renewed and um, and to just be refilled in the presence of the Lord and here's the thing that I've noticed about my own self that when I am not posturing myself in the way that that my heart and my soul needs when I'm when I'm just kind of running just you know on empty and exhausted and, and just really not giving the importance that positioning my myself in the Lord's presence in the way that I know I need I just have you know when I'm running on an unless unrealistic pace I get tired like physically tired I get tired, I get irritable, I oftentimes am not sleeping well at night because my mind is on overdrive and I'm just, you know, constantly thinking about all of the things to do and, and you know, all the things I have to get done tomorrow or this week. And, you know, here's the, the biggest thing though, is I cannot hear the Lord properly. I, I feel disconnected from him. I, I find that I'm easily drawn to relying on my own, you know, just thought and reasoning because I, I just, I feel like I can't hear from the Lord properly. I oftentimes get kind of uh, lost in my, my headspace, you know, and I just get like anxious and worried and, you know, just all of these things when if I would just, okay, I know that these things are important, I know that they need my attention, but right now, this is priority. I need to sit in the Lord's presence. I need to open my Bible. I need to take in his word. I need the infilling of his word. I need some time in prayer. I need some time to connect with the, the, with the Lord through worship, through prayer, through um, the study of his word. And it looks differently for everybody. 
you know, we're not here to make a law out of this. It's not like a, a checkbox, you know, did that today. No, no, no. It's a, it's a different posture of our hearts to say, God, I need you and I want you. I want you. I want you. You matter to me. You matter to me. You know, I think that um, if you and I are going to run our race well, um, this race of life, this race that we call life, if we're going to, if we're going to, you know, get to the end here, if we're going to run well, if we're going to, you know, fulfill our callings and all the things that God has planned for us, we we would be wise to understand what what Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 tells us and to run with endurance. We need to learn how to lean into the pace that Jesus sets for us. Every single one of us has a capacity. Every single one of us. It might look differently than, say, my capacity um, or someone else that you that you know and that you admire. But that's okay. That's okay. There's no shame here. We're not in competition. We're not trying to keep up with with other people. You know, I don't know if you know this about me, but I love to run. I've been I've been running for many, many, many years, all the way back to uh, my my school days, being in school. Uh, I was a cross country runner, definitely into long distance running. I was not a sprinter, but you know, one thing that I have learned in my running career, because I'm a long distance runner, that I think you can apply to what the author of Hebrews is saying here in running your way, your race well with endurance, is I needed to learn how to pace myself, uh, especially I'm talking about like 10Ks, half marathons. Those are really long distance. And if I would have given everything that I had right out of the gate when the, you know, when the starting gun went off, um, you know what, by five miles, by seven miles, I would have been tanked and I would have hit the wall and I wouldn't have been able to run my race well and I wouldn't have been able to cross the finish line. And isn't that what we want? We want to run our race well. We want to cross the finish line. But listen, we have to learn endurance. We have to learn how to allow uh, Jesus to pace us and not take the bait of the enemy to, to, you know, just hustle, hustle, hustle and live our lives without margin and be busy, busy, busy and get trapped in, in the human doing and forget that we are human beings. And, you know, another thing that I've had to learn in my running career is, you know, if I'm going to run my race well and cross the finish line, I can't try to keep up with people that, naturally speaking, have a faster pace than me. Some people can can run eight-minute mile, can't keep up with them. That's not me. I can't do it. Some people can run a nine-minute mile, nine-and-a-half-minute mile, ten-minute mile. That's great. I champion them. I applaud them. I'm happy for them. But that's not me. That's not me. So discover your pace, what you have the capacity for. And there's no shame in that. But in order for you to understand what your capacity, what your pace is, it's going to require you and me to spend time with the Lord and allow him to speak into that area of our lives. 
It's so, so important. I love you and I want you to run your race well. I want you to cross the finish line. I want you to fulfill everything that God has planned for you. And you know what? Even, even more than that, he does. He wants that for you. It is not his heart for you to be running on empty all the time. It was never his plan. It was never his plan for you. It is not God's idea for you to be exhausted and on burnout and taking life's corners on two wheels. That's not his heart for you. That was never how he designed you. He wants you to finish well. He wants you to finish well. He has an incredible plan for your life, and there are things that he wants to do through you. But in order for that to happen, you and I, we have to remember distractions are going to come. Busyness is going to come. Our schedules are going to get full. We have a lot of things to do in this life, and there's nothing wrong with that. But there's one thing. One thing that takes priority over all of those things, and that is choosing to have a heart of Mary and positioning ourselves in the presence of the Lord. And so when you you feel tempted, can I encourage you with this? When you feel tempted by the laundry list of things that show up in your day-to-day life, just like me, I'm, I'm right there with you, sister. I, I'm not above this. To say, no, I will get to that when I can. But right now, this is priority for me. You know, I've noticed as I'm wrapping this up here, for me, I don't know how God does it. I don't know how he does it. You know, everybody has the same amount of time in each and every day. Every single one of us gets 24 hours in any given day. But I have noticed over the over the years, and I've been serving the Lord over 28 years now, and I don't know how he does it, but when I prioritize my time with him, somehow, <laughs> I don't know how, but somehow he seems to stretch time for me. And I am able to get things done in a more effective way in a, in a more healthy way than I could had I just, you know, plunged, um, you know, just both feet into my schedule and, and just sort of, I'll get to the Lord later. I'll spend time with him later because, and I, I've noticed that even though I'm well-intentioned, you know, oh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll get to my my prayer time. I'll spend time with the Lord this afternoon or before I go to bed tonight. It just doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work for me. My, my, just kind of how I'm wired, I need that time, like the first fruits of my day. And I would encourage you to find your perfect time. It might be the morning. For you, it might be over your lunch hour. For you, it might be in the evening. I don't know. You know, again, I'm not making a law out of this um, that it has to be in the morning. For me, that's just what it is. That's what works for me. Over the years, that's what I have discovered I need, and that's what works for me. And so, Again, I just don't know how he does it, but he he just stretches time and I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful that that he that he just honors. He honors us when we make him a priority. When we say, you know, by a demonstration, Lord, even though I have all of these things to do, I'm going to demonstrate 
my love and my devotion to you and what I say is important to me out of my mouth I'm going to demonstrate by sitting down and posturing my heart to be just spending time with you wow I just think that he honors that he honors that and so I believe that he's going to honor that in you he's going to honor that in you when you choose him over and over and over again he will he will honor that in you so anyway I hope that this was encouraging to you I hope that this uh, just spurred you on I hope that this championed you forward because that's really what was the heartbeat behind this week's episode so anyway it feels great to be back in this space and in this chair I hope to catch you next week and leave those reviews leave those stars it means so much and it helps other women find this podcast so let's do this together love you guys talk to you later stay well bye-bye well I hope that that was a blessing in your life I'd love to hear what you walked away with from this week's episode drop a comment and let me know I read and respond to each and every one of them and I would love to hear from you we all know people who could use some encouragement especially nowadays right if you felt this episode was a blessing to you, would you share it with the people in your life? Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode because a new one drops each and every Wednesday. And would you be willing to leave a review and maybe even a few stars? It not only fills my heart and means so much to me, but it helps women find the podcast and be encouraged too. Have a fabulous week and I will connect with you right back here next week.